What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Peggy and Manisi, your hosts of Signs Your Loved Ones Send Us. We have a live show every Tuesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but the show is also worldwide and available on Skype. We're calling in at 1-347-838-9201. I have a question for you all. Do you believe when we die that we cease to exist? Do you believe that heaven is for real? Do you believe that our loved ones are always around us? Do you get signs like pennies or feathers? or butterflies, or rainbows. There's so many ways that our loved ones come through, and my show sets out to show you. Uh, We have many intuitive meetings on the show, and special guests, and we give readings, and hopefully bringing your loved ones through. So stay tuned for our guest tonight. Thank you. Good evening, all. Coming live from Worcester County, New York, Peggy Amanisi. This is my special Mother's Day show for all our grieving moms who have lost their children that's going to heaven. 
and not truly lost. Yes, we've lost them in, in the physical form, but not in spiritual. They're always around us, and we try to set up to prove this to you and bring you comfort. And uh, tonight, uh, I'd like to announce my special guest. Her name is Jer- uh, Shirley Bolstock. She was born and raised in Denver, Colorado. Her parents are Holocaust survivors. She has authored books such as Apples from the Tree of Life, Impassioned Soul, and Grapes from the Vines of Life. She's an energy healer, speaker, teacher, as well as a medium who's able to connect with those on the other side, like myself. And she has spoken at the 1111 Earth Star Conference in and has been guest on numerous radio shows. Shirley is a certified matrix energetic energetics practitioner, works with past lives, medium mystic information, frequencies, and some other modalities. Questions about various healing systems are also invited. She reads and works with each individual as part of the collective consciousness. Her goal is to give each individual the tools to work with their own ascension and works with mapping with the spiritual, physical, and emotional bodies that lead to increased consciousness and abundance. And tonight, we're basically uh, going to do some medium work, uh, Charlie and I together. And I'm going to bring her on to tell her, in her own words, a little bit about herself. And then we're going to be taking calls from um, our listeners and hopefully bring your uh, children through. So tonight is dedicated to all of my grieving mothers, uh, sisters in grief, I should say, because as you know, I've lost two of my own children and one on Mother's Day 2002. So I'm going to bring Shirley on now. So let's say hello. Hi, Shirley. I am so happy to be on your show, and it is a very, very special night, Peggy, and I think we're really going to bring in some some amazing connections, and we're mm-hmm. going to bring in great information, and we're going to bring in a lot of clarity and a lot of uh, discernment and knowledge about what's really going on in the afterlife, and and like you said, their children are not really gone, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be a really fun show. Um, as far as myself, uh, I actually was able to see and hear spirits uh, since I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. I remember that I was bringing home books on ghosts and that type of thing, and my father lost all the color out of his face. So what? You know, my my father just lost all his color out of his face when he saw the books I was bringing home. Because yeah, I was doing the same were... stuff. <laughs> I was obsessed with it. <laughs> like, I was a crazy little kid. Why are you reading that? I mean, you know, you would want them to read something like Nancy Drew. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Dick and Jane see Spot, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't so. think so, pal. No. <laughs> D.J. Spirit Rudd, D.J. in a sense. Yeah, exactly. yeah, right, right. Spot loses his spots. Spot's ears stand up. You know? Oh, God. No. <laughs> well, I hope we have a night. Uh, Shirley and I talked last night on the phone. We've talked a couple times, and we were trying to go over the show, and when my son, as usual, <laughs> the bossy one comes through with <laughs> crazy messages <laughs> and scared the, what do you call it, the bejesus out of me. <laughs> yes, even though I'm intuitive. I get scared, too, when people grab my ankles that aren't here in my room, you know. <laughs> Human Shirley, Shirley, I hope you, you regain your hearing after me screaming last night. <laughs> that was crazy. That was so much fun. And so, things happen after the show, too, that um, he, at the same time, I don't know if you read my stuff today, but... Um, my friend called me, a few friends were calling me about different things, and my one friend said, I have to talk to you. Just as this was going on with you and I, she's picking up her husband, and she sees my son walking down the street. 
He turned the corner again, and he looked at her again because she knew my son. She went to take pictures. Neither her phone, uh, camera phone, or her husband's would work. And he just smiled at her, and he's done this before. He's appeared, but this is at the same time. You're telling me stuff. He's grabbing my ankle. It was crazy last night, but this is my Mother's Day gift again. So every year he does something, and my daughter too. So, <laughs> but anyhow, Shirley, let's t- talk a little bit more about you and 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 your childhood. And uh, you were your parents were both Holocaust survivors, and it yes, was probably difficult for you dealing with the after. Uh, the after effects or the post-traumatic stress they suffered, I would, I would assume, as a child, right? You know, the thing is, as a child, when you see your parents in that much pain, you want to fix mm-hmm. them. You know, you yeah. want to be the child they always wanted. You want to justify why they survived. And, yep. you know, it's sort of an innate thing. And, unfortunately, you kind of wind up carrying around some of their pain with you and mm-hmm. almost act out because, you know, that's what you grow into. And when the first thing right. is the pain and the first thing you hear about is the persecution, it doesn't feel like a very safe world. No. So he's looking for it um, isn't. <laughs> it isn't a very safe world if you look all around us. Watch the news every night, right? Oh, it's scary. God. Yeah, it's more scary, I think, this world than the world beyond here where there's no more pain and suffering. It doesn't mean you, you do anything to go there until you're ready and your job is done, but still, it's it's. I'm more afraid of life. <laughs> I don't know about you. I think most people are. Oh, I you think know? the experience is definitely here in life. I mean, we're we're here to learn. Or we got our schooling. We get our mm-hmm. boot camp. Um, very, very difficult. Well, what happened was, as a result, of course, I... In order to want to help them, I think I started developing my instincts um, a little higher as a young kid because I was always trying to read what was going on with them. And mm-hmm. then, of course, start reading the family. Most of the family was killed off, you know, by the Nazis. Oh, my you know, God. I lost my exactly. parents. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I didn't have oh. them anymore. And you could feel a presence around, but you didn't know them, you know, but yeah, right. you, you could feel it. And so my family was limited, you know, to who survived. My mother lost, you know, her her mother. She lost her, you know, most of her aunts, her cousins. I mean, she lost everybody mm-hmm. but one aunt. So it right. was a very uh, difficult uh, thing, you know, when that when that hit. And so one of the stories that I always remember that my mother told me, and this is a good Mother's Day story, you know, my mother was a, a very young girl um, mm-hmm. when she went into Bud's ghetto. I mean, most of my parents uh, lived in Poland. My father was out of Bialystok, Poland. My mother in Lutz, Poland. And the Lutz ghetto... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Another synchronicity. You said Lutz, Poland? Lutz, yeah. That's Poland, where my yeah. grandfather was born. That's where my grandfather was born. That's where we're related, Peggy. <laughs> oh, no, seriously. My mother always said your father's father was born in Lutz, Poland. But then That's I checked wild. records, and he said Russia, but they no, he was definitely, he was born in Lutz, Poland. Oh, my gosh. I wonder. This is making sense now. Okay. Yeah. You, you your first I, name have... is my middle name, and now <laughs> our family were born in the same part of Poland. Wow. <laughs> we never, I never, I never knew this. I mean, we've talked a few times. I never knew Lutz, Poland. I mean, I knew of Lutz, Poland because of my grandfather. Well, I'm going to shut up, but it, you just like, my heart just jumped. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> well, that is weird. My... We seem to have so much in common, you know, as we talked and the way we grew up and the things uh, we learned so quickly. Mm. Yep. So you and I, what yep. we have in common is we dealt with loss early, 
You know, we, we learned mm-hmm. about it very early. And my mm-hmm. mother told me that um, she would, you know, the Nazis would line everybody up, you know, right. and decide who lived and who died, which was, you know, pretty, you know, ominous and awful. And she was in one line. And her <clears> mother, well, her mother had a, a very high fever, and she died in the uh, Lutz ghetto. Oh, gosh. And and what she explained to me, um, I thought she died of starvation. My mother later admitted that she was actually shot and taken out. And, really? Um, oh. Yeah, which was just, uh, you know, just a very tough thing to, to imagine. And mm-hmm. she was standing, and she was like 13 when she went to Lud's Gettle, so she really didn't have much of a childhood. And Oh, my gosh. She heard and felt a nudge. She heard a voice that told her to move to the other line. Really? Like yes. spiritually heard a voice or just heard a yes. voice in general? Oh, wow. She heard it. I mean, she, she, she felt it. And she she moved across mm-hmm. the other line. And sure enough, the line she was in was all um, exterminated. Oh, my God. She got into a lived, and, and she got in the right line. And she always told me she felt it was her mother who spoke to her and saved her. And, wow. And that situation to um, unbelievable unbelievable wow oh by the way uh judith from um kevin's group is saying hello to you uh, i know judith uh, i well she's hearing me um she said well bless your heart hi judith uh shirley said hello you can hear us she's in chat room and uh we love judith <laughs> oh yeah well anyhow wow uh this is unbelievable. You, actually, I'm, I'm flabbergasted that you mentioned what's uh, Poland, you know? I'm really, because I've never heard of it except spoken about my grandfather. There was a lot of controversy behind Now, he came over very young because my dad, well, not young, young, um, he met my grandmother in this country. She was born in Hamburg but came over as a child of Germany. And he came over later on in life, and they met through working for the John D. Rockefeller family. He was the caretaker. She became the cook. So they wow. met in this country. But I'm not quite sure of my last name. It's I-M-M. But then I see on census record it was F-O-N-M. I really don't even know what my last name is. You know, and then there was Russia. You know, his father was Russian Jewish, and which I didn't find out until I was 39 years old. And then he's got born in Russia, but yet I was told he was born in Lutz, Poland, which I'm sure that's where he was. It's a very confusing thing. So maybe through you I'll find out where my grandfather really was or what, what was it about, you know, really. All the name changes back and forth, back and forth. It was crazy. Crazy. Well, I, but, uh, the name changes was probably a way to protect themselves. Unfortunately, you know, in Europe, anti-Semitism was a problem. Right, right. But, um, and I think her name's Tutu. Well, the, the I'm really is very much I am. And uh, mm-hmm. we, we all talk about the I am presence of God and that great connection of God through all of us. Right, family, right. Through spirit, you know, through the inner dimensions. So I think it's very apropos. Well, pr- prior to that, it was F-O-N-M um, when he came, whatever, and then it was changed to I-M-M. But then I was told as a kid it was changed from E-M-M to I-M-M. But now I just uh, did a family tree and it said F-O-N-M. And he even had my father's last name, but then it went back to M, and then it went back to Foam, and then it went back to M. I'm like, who am I? Where am I? <laughs> you know? So I'm very confused. Now, now my listeners know what my problem is. I don't know who the hell I am. I'm sorry? I think it all works in the I am, personally. It all fits in there. I guess. I am. I am. I am what I am, I tell people. Guys, I can't stand some more like Popeye, you know? <laughs> 
Wow. Nice, yeah, Popeye popped in again. We were talking about him last night. It was. I have to just tell my audience real quick. She start. Uh, all of a sudden, Shirley starts bringing my son through, which we weren't really planning. Just started happening, and yeah. she brought my dog Buffy through that I had as a kid. Nobody's ever mentioned him. I never mentioned him on, on the show or anything. I had Buddy afterwards, but then I had Buffy, and she's saying, "No, you Mark's, Mark's saying Buffy." I'm like, "Okay." Had him for 17 years, long before Mark was born, and then you brought in Mr. Magoo, which my son. My dad, toward the end, looked like Mr. Magoo. He had the squinty eyes, and I had to – went on a vacation, and there was a Mr. Magoo doll. I spent, like, practically every penny I had to win this kid. He would not let up to get Pop-Up. I had to get Pop-Up out of the stand, so he would drag that doll around, and Mr. Magoo would call it Pop-Up. And you brought that through last night, which I thought was hysterical, you know? So he was very present. And then – Tell them about when I screamed, Shirley. You were there. <laughs> you were there in Colorado. I probably blew out your ear. <laughs> Even a mile high. Uh, you know, at first you thought, is that my cat? <laughs> but it wasn't. It was, he was standing there looking. I scared the hell out of him. No, <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe he jumped, but I said, no, this was a full squeeze on my ankle. And like I said, it was when we were talking, and then later on, my other friend notified me, I got to talk to you. I don't care what you're doing. I got to talk to you. I hung up from you, talked to her, and she says to me, you're not going to believe what happened tonight, because she's very intuitive, too. And she's going to me, oh, my God, I'm picking my husband up. I'm driving down the road. This kid's walking with a girl. He turns out. And now, mind you, it's 80 degrees out. This kid has on a scully, like that wool hat, and a uh, uh, jacket. Like my son would wear. And I sent her that picture because she knew him but never saw him dressed like that. She goes, that's exactly how he was dressed. Oh, my God. She went around. He just turned around looked at her and smiled. She goes, nobody had his face. Sorry. She goes, I went around the block. My husband's looking at me because he's really not into this stuff. And he's going to me, what the hell are you doing? She goes, never mind. He goes, why are you stalking this kid? She goes, never mind. She goes, oh, you see him too? And then her daughter says, I see him too. And she goes, he looks very familiar because she knew my son when she was little. And I didn't know her back then when she knew my son. I just met her technically a few months ago, you know. And she was turned out to be linked to my son and daughter because her sister was the best friend of my um, my daughter and had no idea my daughter and son until a couple months ago were brother and sister. <laughs> so the Lord works in mysterious ways. So it's crazy. So let's talk about your intuitive work. Um, when did that start happening? When did you uh, come out of the closet, sort of speak, like me? I came out at 60, kind of, sort of. Well, Why did you start, like, reading people? Well, I think that I was reading people even as a younger child. You know, I used to feel things, and I would feel things around my teachers, and I would feel things around the other kids. But it made mm-hmm. me kind of an oddball, you know, because we're noticing I was kind of different. And um, and it was a little hard to stay focused in class because it was like, you know, it's like being a radio transmitter, and you're picking up everything but FM, AM, and cable. Have I no really idea. think that's why kids are ADHD because I was that way, too. And I truly mm-hmm. believe most kids with ADHD are connected to the other side. And their their brains, are, they're here, they're there, because I know I'm here, I'm there. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy, you know? It's crazy. But so I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, well, it made him think I was just, there was just you know, maybe I wasn't so smart, or maybe I, you know, just wasn't paying attention, or I had a problem. Mm-hmm. I remember right. no home to my parents saying she's not paying attention in school, you know. I remember one gal, you know, she mentioned, uh, I was a teacher that mentioned a rule or something, and 
and I asked her about it later. She goes, where have you been? And, I, and it was clearly I had been missing for a few minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. Guess, I, I was oh, kind yeah. of out of my body. Sorry. You know, yeah. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Too many violins in this world. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know. furious over there. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I never understood it. I, you know, I felt kooky sometimes because of it. And then I said, no, I'm just different. And it's like I didn't want to tell anybody. And I would do the same thing. I would come out with things. And I found out like a year ago. I bumped in accidentally to one of my friends, uh, and another friend, and she was the one, you know, she had just lost her niece recently, this little girl. And I bumped into her at a, a unplanned lunch with my other friend. I bumped into her at the nail salon. We all ended up having lunch at a local place, Honey's in Croton, where I grew up. And, and I started telling her, she goes, well, what are you up to? I said, well, I got a best-selling book, and I got a radio show, and I, she's a psychologist. And I was kind of a, I was, I was kind of eerie, leery about telling her. She sure. said, Peg. You've been like this your whole life. She goes, I remember you doing things back way back then. I didn't even remember coming out with the things that I did half of them, you know. But I was always coming out with stuff like saying things like, well, how do you know that? I'm like, I don't know. You know, coming out with names and nicknames. Uh, I was sitting in a, a bar years ago with my friend waiting to pick up a prescription next door. We stopped and had a glass of wine. And there was a Schaefer can. Nobody drinks Schaefer these days. Didn't know her father. And she goes, oh, you know, my dad, he was a businessman with a company in the city. He used to stop and have a beer and have a Schaefer years ago. And all of a sudden I looked at her and the Schaefer's sitting on the bar. And, and I said, yeah, so what's up with that monkey puss? And she looks at me and she goes, why did you say that? I said, I don't know. She goes, that was my nickname. My father used to call me monkey puss. Wow. So I've been coming out with things not realizing I'm doing it even, you know. I mean, I can sit there and read people, and they ask stuff, and okay, and I start coming out with stuff. But I've come out with stuff without even thinking I'm reading, and I'm reading people or getting messages. So it's like, holy smoly, you know, this is crazy. This well, is crazy, you know. You know. You can't, sometimes you can't tell the difference between is that my thought or is that their thought. You know, because yes, it comes yes. in the same channel. I mean, you're, you're getting a thought, you're getting an impression, you're getting mm -hmm. a feeling. We're writers. You know, and Peggy as writers, you know, I write the poetry, you know, you write poetry. Mm -hmm. We're channeling, yep. we're channeling in vibration, we're bringing in stuff, we're bringing interpretation, you know, even if it's a flower with, you know, with petals that reach to the moon. I mean, you're, you're bringing in information. And when exactly. that happens, and you're bringing in information, it could be their information, it could be your information. You know, well, I'm telling you, even writing my book, even though I lived it, there was a lot of stuff in that book. I'd wake up in the middle of the night and start writing. It took me seven years to write a book that takes two hours to read. I'd wake up in the middle of the night, half asleep, and the hand is going, and I'm like, okay, enough, I'm tired. Or when I do poetry, somebody said something to me today, and inspired, all of a sudden, boom, got to do a poem. She said something to me, and I'm like, okay, so ten minutes later, I got a poem here. I, they just come, and people think it's always, oh, the drama queen's back at work. She's doing, she's so sad. But, you know, because a lot of people treat you like crap. When you you, have, you do this, they don't understand it, or you've had so much loss, they, they think I should move on. Which, yeah, you do move on, but you're not going to forget your kids, for God's sakes, or anybody. And uh, to make a long story short, I get inspired with poetry sometimes by one word a person says to me, and I'm like, okay, i got to write it. I have no choice. It's like, okay, Peg, do it. You know, I'm like, okie dokie, got to answer the calling, you know. People don't get yeah. that way about writing. Everybody tells me, oh, you're an author. I, I was going to write a book. or I, Everybody's going to write a book. We all got a story. Yes. <laughs> I did it. You did it. Do it then. 
don't talk about it. Do it. If you feel inspired, just do it, for goodness sake, you know? So I, I get tired. Everyone, there hasn't been one person I've said I've written a book, and it's like, well, you know, I wrote a book. Well, have, where is it? Uh, well, I never got a pop. I'm like, whatever, you know. <laughs> good, good. And, and I know how to skate, not. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can do this. People crack me up sometimes. They really I mean, do. Think you know, everybody about says, everybody book, really. I mean, we're turning the pages we and we're a, reading them. You know, heck, it's, it's, heck yeah, we all have a story. That's what our life is about. It's all about the story. It's all about the completion, the part of the plan that we come in with, and that we take back to when we go back home. This ain't home. This is where this is stomping ground. This is jail. <laughs> I'm, we're in jail. I really think we're in jail here sometimes. You know, oh. in a way. You know, we have Talk freedom to a point. Poetry we have fr- uh-huh. and spirits. I remember I was on the bus with um, well, my mom when she was alive. And mm-hmm. she had a, a friend who was also uh, kind of what they call newcomer. She was, you know, ha- was out of Germany, had, you know, been away from the camps, that type of thing. But she had a sister that lived in Germany and that um, she didn't experience the camps, but she had died in a bomb fallout, you know, um, oh. a bomb uh, in a shelter. And, yes. you know, the bomb oh and she died in the shelter. And it was just struck me, well, guess who started following me around after she said that? Your mother's and, sister. Uh, wow. Yeah, she just followed me everywhere. And I, I, I'm like, well, do you need to be cross? What's going on here? No, yeah. right about. And she, and she wouldn't leave me alone. And, and she told me that her name was Charlotte. And she says, I'm Charlotte. And, and she would just sit around. And finally, I got out my pen or the computer, and I said, fine, fine, I'm writing. And the poem right. turned in. To Charlotte wants a masterpiece. Wow! <laughs> and came a beautiful poem. Mm-hmm. And of course, she disappeared after that because I wrote a nice little legacy for. <laughs> I, I, you know, I had that um, about a year it was a little over a year ago, and this is before I did the show, and this has kind of brought me to my show. I have uh, I do other things besides writing whatever. I have a foundation to help kids with the illness, and I do toy drives for the holidays, and I do things on my kids' birthdays to celebrate with their friends and the cake, ice cream, the whole thing. But yet I raise toys for sick kids and stuff. So I'm at this event I'm doing for my son. Kids are lots of kids are there. I don't know all his friends. He had hundreds of friends, you know. Um, about a week later, things were happening. My cat was acting re- weird. My horn was blowing. My TV's going on and off. Um, all this crazy stuff's happening. Oh, well, what I didn't know, a week after this event, my son's friend went into a coma in a, from a car accident and died a month later. Mm-hmm. Eventually, this kid would not leave me alone. I didn't know who it was. I just thought it was my kids because ho- my son's birthday's November 30th, so I thought they were messing with me, but it wasn't. It was this kid, Tim. And it wasn't until I finally got to his mother to read her and his girlfriend, it was a weird way it came about, didn't know these people, didn't even know him, that he finally left me alone. He would not stop until I got, I read them and brought him through. But I, I had some, that, that was, and, and then about three weeks later, my show came about. He led me to the show. So what? it was, I know what you're saying, when they start following you, it drives you crazy. I have a, actually, I have a friend... Uh, I was talking to about it last night. I won't mention any names about somebody following or kind of saying things to me. We won't go into the details, and uh, I know she's listening tonight. And it's like, well, what do you want us to do? I think sometimes 
You know, you and I discussed this last night about crossing yeah. over and, and how people say, oh, we got to cross them over. No, we don't. They have more energy than we do. They cross themselves <laughs> over, for God's sake. Get, I mean, think about it, really. Forget about it. You know, but sometimes they choose to get stuck because they're out of fear or confusion. We don't have to cross them over. And I, I said to my friend last night, and like I said, I see she is listening tonight. I said to her, she goes, what do I do? It, she's coming to me every night, or this person's coming to me every night. And I said, well, the person has come to me too. I said, you just got to tell the person, go, go. You know, it's okay to go that you're going home, that um, any unfinished business here will be taken care of, and just go live your life there, you know? That's what else can you tell anybody? I mean, when they do this, because you know, when you're kind of stuck between the worlds, you do get confused. I would think you still have the, you know, the human side, but you haven't been into the light light yet. You know, so what's your feeling on that, Shirley? Well, this is. I know that there's different levels. You know that many who have had NDEs, they cross into what they call different levels of you know this ascension, and some mm-hmm. of them, you know they talk about this first level is it's kind of a darker realm. Um, things are kind of gray. They see a lot of lower astral beings in that realm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as they start to ascend, they said it becomes much lighter, much more colorful. And more and more, they start to really feel more about the light, more about love. And mm-hmm. here's uh, a theory that, you know, I always had about dark and light, is that okay. darkness only lives by permission of the light. Because an object in the light degrees the shadow, and darkness right. has to form, or it's anger, or fear, or, you know, whatever. Uh, light mm-hmm. is fluid. It is everywhere. It's like love. <clears throat> and if right. you take right. the object out of the, you know, take, just pick it up, it's like that shadow never existed. And right. I really believe that's a lot about what, a, you know, ascension and, cro- you know, crossing into those um, different um, alternate dimensions after you cross, you really mm-hmm. you Getting the shadows. Um, you start. Yeah, you know. The- yeah, and they. We were talking. You and I last night. We touched on it briefly. The um, where sometimes it's the uh, remnants, the leftovers from the yeah. person, the uh, imprints. I never quite understood that, but you kind of like uh, you, you've taught me some stuff, Shirley. You know, you know <laughs> believe it or not, you know, you taught Miss well, Noodle like something. Really- <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, I get huh? it. I, we learn so much every day from each other. And mm-hmm. this is really, I really found that um, the personality imprint, the um, it has consciousness. You know, everybody right. has a very uh, significant sig- signature, and it's a very personal signature with uh, different vibrations, different aspects, uh, different mm-hmm. overleaves that are even different overleaves of the emotional body, different right, overleaves right. of the spiritual body, of the physical body, our, our physical looks. Our mannerisms, mm-hmm. the way we present ourselves, our phrasing, okay. the way we look at things, you know, it's its mm-hmm. very, very unique to each and every one of us. So what happens when we ascend, you know, going into the afterlife, uh, that vibration broadens. And mm-hmm. what behind that personality kind of leaves that debris behind. And thought forms and a lot of those different bodies have... Um, vibration still stays in those lower realms. And you, well, and it's kind of like people, you know, you wear clothes, and I was a mom of four kids, three boys, slobs, mm-hmm. and leaving their clothes in the corner, it's part of them. It's yeah. kind of, I, this is kind of a, 
a ridiculous maybe way to look at it, but seriously, it's part of them. It smells like their cologne or it's, sure. you know what I'm saying? So I think in layman's term, we could like say it in that way. I have uh, Judith asking, do you have difficulty telling which is spirit and which is re- residue? Uh, res- but I can't. Here goes my MS. Residue energy. Yes, do you have trouble with that? Question. What a great question. Mm-hmm. Here, you know, and you and I will both answer that, Peggy, because I think that I said can, yes. <laughs> I said yes to it. Yes, I do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we yes. Certainly yes, yes, yes. Personality, that's that vibration. You know, we recognize the imprints. We recognize things in their communication. And really, when they uh-huh. start ascending further and further, you know, up, it becomes so much broader that it's so much more about love and more about the God love, more about the different kind of the widening, greater vibration. But when they come down to talk to us, they, mm-hmm. they start accessing that personality again. They start accessing oh, we, 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 we talked vibration. about that. I couldn't believe some of the things my son said. And I'm saying to my the, my intuitive that I used to go to, Deb, I said, he said at one point, and I'm sorry, it's uncensored, guys. <laughs> I'm plugged over here. <laughs> he says to my intuitive, ask my mother why does she keep moving my SH blank blank all around my room. Why does she keep moving my crap? I'll say it in a nice way. Not the way he said it. And I'm like, this kid's in heaven and he's saying this word. I'm like, I didn't think you'd do that. You know? <laughs> it shocked me, but that makes sense to what you're saying to me. You know what I mean? That he was well, able to communicate the way he would talk to me here. Yeah. Or you say know. things here, because he, he had a mouth like a truck driver. <laughs> he really did. He was a tough little cookie. So what, let me ask you from a personal level, what happened last night um, when he appeared, because he's appeared to other people, several people. I mean, they've seen him. He appeared to my daughter-in-law in Carolina one night, standing at a transvestite bar amongst a bunch of them and laughing. And she looked, and then he disappeared. He appeared to a few of my neighbors, full form, not just ghostly, full form, and then disappeared. Now, last night, my friend... You, and you mentioned the initial last night. That was the initial of the friend that saw him last night at the time you and I were talking. It was weird. You said, who's so-and-so with it? And I'm not going to even say the initial. I said, okay. And then that was the person that saw him. All right? So what do you think happened? Was that him appearing last night? Was that leftovers appearing last night? Was that – what do you think that was about last night? I mean, there, there's no doubt in my mind it was him last night. There's no doubt in my mind. Well, I think she basically embodied the – the physical aspect, the spiritual, the emotional aspect. He embodied himself in a holographic body, almost the way you would see ectoplasm. You know, you've heard about the mediums where um, I, I listened to a show where they were able to bring in Louis Armstrong, and he'd literally play the trumpet trumpet in this ectoplasmic state. You know, and really? Oh, I'd love to see that. Wrap your mind around that is amazing. I mean, ectoplasm has life force. It's like... From the human, it's I can from the sing, human. You know, I, I, I can sing like them. <laughs> I used to imitate them all the time. I did. Some of my many know. gifts. I'm not going to do it tonight, though. Oh, sorry. Like I have to go there. Oh, I can do it. I used to do Hello, Dolly all the time. My friends would crack up. I'm also comical. Oh, my God, that's you know? great. Oh, yeah. No, I had the voice totally down, the, the, the hoarseness, everything. I'm like, oh, why am I doing this? You know, And, this was, and he was still alive then, so... What the hell? <laughs> but it's it is amazing some of the things they do. It's it's just you know even though we're intuitive, people don't realize we're also human. Um, we still feel the grief of losing our loved ones. 
we feel the anger, if there's leftover anger, feelings, emotions, you know, just because they're gone doesn't mean, you and I discussed this about a week ago about, you know, I had a lot of anger issues with my mother. I loved her, but we had a lot of leftover stuff, and you helped me with that, which I thank you for that. And I'm at peace with it finally after 61 years, almost 62 years. So, Um, but we all... um, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think of what the point I'm trying to make here. We all go through stuff, even whether intuitive or not is the bottom line. Whether you know, because we are humans still. Like last night when the ankle got grabbed, and I'm thinking it's my cat jumping on me. I'm like, wait a minute. Whatever grabbed me grabbed my whole ankle. I mean, I'm sure my neighbors could hear me. I screamed that loud. I, I felt bad. I was very embarrassed when I did that to you. You know, but it scared the hell out of me. It really did. It was a shock. He's bringing messages to you, and all of a sudden I feel this hand around my ankle, and I'm like, ugh. I'm like, can't you do this in the daytime? <laughs> I'm not so scared. I'm still a scaredy cat. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, you know? I get scared. And I'm like, and we, and then when you and I ended up, we had a good laugh over it, you know, <laughs> afterwards. But uh, he was something. And then top it off, when my friend got home after not being able to take the pictures, wait to hear what happens. Her husband decides he barbecues every night. But the doors are closed and the windows are closed, and she has six smoke alarms, uh, two hardwired and forward batteries. Well, the hardwires were not going off, but the ones with the batteries in, they couldn't get them to stop, and there was no reason because the smoke was not coming into the house. So finally, her husband got so fed up, it was annoying, and they live in a, you know, like a townhouse, but they're connected to other people. And he got fed up, so he takes the batteries out, and guess what? They still continue to go off. That's when you know something's going on. Actually, I see another friend of mine on the line um, who's had many weird things. All my friends are intuitive. Even people I grew up with, I'm finding out more and more. I'm so connected with intuitive people. Oh, yeah. And she had a thing. And funny you should bring up Charlotte. Not funny, but that was her mother's name. Oh, So here's the connection with you guys. Yes. And that's unusual. <laughs> yeah, here we go. You know, like my middle name being Shirley. And um, to make a long story short, she's come on the show and she talked about after her mother died how her fax machine went on and she went over and it wasn't even plugged in. That's when you know something ain't right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something is not right here, you know. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. You know, they, they, oh, yeah. electric, it's a conductor. It just doesn't bring in electrical impulses. It brings in vibrations and it mm-hmm. carries vibrations as a conduit of electricity where a lot of um, the, you know, when we're bringing in the afterlife and those vibrations, you know, they can come through a lot of electronic gadgets. I know that um, a lot of people tell me, you know, things happen with their computers. They get calls on their cell phones. Uh, your, your, your friends try to take a picture. and I've documented I, this, by the way, because uh, people, I always want to let the audience know, I also have a... Um, sign site called it's very long <laughs> it's called what signs do you know that your loved ones are around or something like this i never remember the name but i have pictures of my uh home phone calling itself uh on days that people Ow. close to me have died i didn't know they died i have audio and video i'm a, i don't just get orbs people i get faces too full faces my son has shown up after death in a, a picture of a kid that just died in ireland of the same illness as him laying in her hospital bed it's, there's no doubt it's my son. It's the doppelganger, whatever you want to call it. Um, then I have a picture of him. This guy was a non-believer on a paranormal site. Don't even belong to them. But I went to one one day. Something drew me to it, and I see this picture and of this face in the drawer. This guy goes, I don't know what the hell this is. I just got married. My wife took a picture, and his face shows up in the drawer. It was my son. 
Wow. So I sent him a picture of my son. He goes, oh, my God. He goes, I was a non-believer. I've made people believers. I'm like, I didn't know this guy from Adam. I didn't know this kid from Ireland either. You know what I'm saying? But I belonged to, like, cystic fibrosis groups, and they posted a picture of her right before she had passed. And here my son is laying in her hospital bed. And this is all on my site. So I'm not talking just orbs. i got orbs, too. I've got crazy stuff on my site, but I have, what do you call it, evidential? <laughs> I have big-time <laughs> evidence. I also have a... Um, a video I made uh, with with sound of when um, I'm doing a show, which I told you one night, and something comes through. I don't, you know, I'm like, what the heck? Uh, disturbance on the show. I go back and listen to my archive, and it's my son going, Ma. I'm like, I have that on that site. So I, you can't, you know, you can make stuff up, and I'm sure people can Photoshop, but I swear, as God is my judge, I've done no Photoshopping, no, I'm not that technical, my friends, believe me. I'm lucky I can get out of my own way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's real. Heaven is real. This is real, you know. Still people still this day, they think we're nuts, you know. Let them think it, you know. Until it happens to them, and I'm finding more and more will come to me. This is funny, Shirley. They'll say, well, I had things happen to me, but I don't tell anybody because people are going to think I'm crazy. Well, we already think you're crazy, so it doesn't really matter what I say to them. So. <laughs> there you know. Don't be afraid of it. You know, you know, um, you got Teresa Caputo, the Long Island Medium on there. You know, all these people making big bucks. And you got um, John Edwards. You had Sylvia Brown. You have uh, James Van Prague. You'll watch these shows with them, but Peggy Imanisi comes on the air. And she tells them about a gift I have. I'm crazy. But they'll watch James and they'll watch John Edwards. Why them? Why me? Why any of us? You know what I'm saying? I'm just like them. We're all human beings, you know. They get big bucks. We don't. <laughs> you know, I'm not taking a penny for any of this work, you know. So I have nothing to gain from it. I really, I could be doing better things, you know. But I'm trying to bring people closer to the truth, you know. And that's what I think a lot of us are trying to do, you know. It's a cool well, How do you feel about that? We are machines. We're actually electrical, walking electrical machines. I really think that mediums literally embody an electrical vibration that is able mm-hmm. to help bring in, um, you know, those in the afterlife. Uh, it's like we're walking radio receivers. That's why when we sit there. And we know that we talk about the pineal gland and the pineal that um, opens up, and it's like this uh, radio receiver that can bring in the messages. But I really do believe that. Uh, we're bringing in a much more interesting vibration or a kind of a mm-hmm. very higher electrical impulse as mediums. And yes, right. it may come that pineal, and we all can have mediumistic experiences and we can all feel things. But when you have that kind of channel opened, then it's opening up to more, um, it, it, it's going into higher dimensions, it's going into more multiple dimensions where you can mm-hmm. access information, and I do call it information and potential, and the interpretation is what is mm-hmm. key because we could all perceive things, you know, differently. That's why sometimes, like you said, I see a parrot. I see a parakeet, and I had just picked up a, um, well, well, you I know. Did that to you. I, I did that to you last night, didn't I? Yeah, and, you know. I read I you. I said, you know, what's up with the, I said, I felt your mother coming through. I said, I think she's telling me something about a parakeet. He said, "Well, I don't have one." And he said, "Oh, I just bought a shirt. Tell him the tell him your part of the story. It was great." Right. And the thing that was funny, I have this thing for cheesy tropical shirts. I mean, I was always jealous mm-hmm. of the 
Hawaiian shirts because they had all the cool things on them, like the drinks and the little Hawaiian dancers and the drums. And, and the women just had these flowers that were so boring. So, you know, right. whenever I get a shirt, you know, that looks incredibly cheesy and it's fun, you know, baby, mm-hmm. do a little shopping. Well, here came home a parakeet tropical shirt. I was thrilled. Look, a parrot parakeet. This is fantastic. And I, you know, kind of hung it up on my door for you know where the laundry was, and um, mm-hmm. you know. And I thought when you said, "What's up with the parakeet?" You know, a parrot. Well, I said, "Well, there are a couple of things here. It's either my mother or it's Jimmy Buffett." <laughs> so I'm thinking. Isn't that well, amazing, though? What's that? Oh, we got some interference. Do you hear that? Yes. Yeah, that was weird. Well, I always get crazy electrical things going on here. <laughs> they're just showing us okay. Like- I just want to tell my chat room, too. I am posting the name of my signs page. It's called What Signs Tells You Your Loved Ones Are Still Around. If you'd like to join my page, it's, clo- it's a closed page. Just let me know you've heard about it on the show, and I will let you come on to the page. You can see some of the things that I'm talking about, okay? Wow, I definitely so I just- don't. Yeah, something's trying to come on. I, I do feel it. Well, very yeah. interesting. That, you know, how would you know I picked up a, a shirt with a parakeet on it? And so I Jimmy didn't know that. No. It was definitely my mother. And uh, her and I used to do vintage shopping together. We'd have fun. We'd go out mm-hmm. and load up on cool things. And so that was something that definitely related back to her. So I think she was referring back to the times when we would spend time together and we would do stuff. Well, it, it is kind of funny because even though you're intuitive and I'm intuitive and I'm telling you this and you're like, nah, nah I don't have a parrot. I never had one. I'm like, I don't know. You go, oh, but you know what? I just got this. Show. So when, when I give you somebody a reading or I get a message uh-huh. and I say something like parrot, doesn't mean you have a parrot. doesn't mean they have one over there or you have one here. There's some relationship to it. I could have said you had a Robin Red stuffed Robin there. I'm still yeah. a parakeet. And you're like, no, and then she's saying, but by the way, I just got this shirt with one on it, and then you sent me, the, I'm like, holy cow, I didn't know this. I mean, there's there's no way of me knowing this stuff. And I I amaze myself, I think, like most other intuitives, when sure. you send me the proof of these things, it's like, oh, did I do that? You know, a little Urkel, you know? <laughs> it's crazy. It just... Mr. Magoo huh? that, you know, got stuffed in my head or... Yeah, it was funny because Magoo was a uh, major thing in my son's life. You know, he always called his grandpa, Pop, Pop, and Mr. Magoo. And he had to have that doll. And, and, and he's a boy. He wasn't into dolls, but he goes, I I want that. I Pop, Pop. I, and I'm like, oh, my God, i got to win this for this kid. I couldn't buy it anywhere, so I had to win it at the game booth, you know, in, the, in Jersey. And I'm like, and I got it for him, thank goodness, after a million dollars. You know, it cost me a lot. It should a dollar be gold. A dollar, and that's another thing we have in, in common, Peggy, because my mother and I used to hit the arcades. We'd be in yep. soup, you know, saucer ride, and we'd be, you know, going with that crane, and she'd be cheering while I was trying to pick things up, you know, out of that mm-hmm. machine. We filled her house. Yep. It's amazing. It really is. Well, I'll tell you, we have some um, callers on. How would you like to maybe uh, read somebody? I will bring them on, and, and I just there's no guarantees, you know, with us. Um, I always say that, and then I end up reading it. Where I'm reading somebody because you know when you're, you're reading people on a show like this, and you have maybe thousands on them. I, I wish tonight. I don't know. No way of knowing, you know. I know I had over, I've had over eight thousand listeners, but um, it's you get a lot of energy going on. So sometimes mm-hmm. I'm reading somebody, and they're going no, no, and then somebody on. The chat room's going, pick me, pick me, like spelling bees in school. 
gotcha. I can relate to Arthur, and I can relate to this one, and I can relate to that one. So let's take on this caller, um, area code. And if you want to talk to us, people, uh, mostly everybody's got question marks next to their thing. Um, you have to hit the one cue if you want to speak to us. So if you don't hit that, I'm not going to pick up your call. You'll just be listening because some people just want to listen. So this is area code 718. Last four numbers are 9585. Um, please, uh, let me say hello. There's a five-second uh, delay. Let me say hello. I just need your first name. That's all the info I need and where you're from. Okay? Hold on, please. Hello. Good evening. What's your first Hi, name? Mindy. Hi, Mindy. Where's Mark? No, I'm sure you get that all the time. I'm just kidding. Unfortunately. Just kidding. He's, I know, he's in the subject we're talking about. <laughs> oh, he definitely. Well, mm. sorry, we kid on the show, too. We have to lighten up. It's it's a difficult yeah. show. This really is That's a difficult good. show. Mindy, where are you from? New York. You're from New York. Oh, okay. So am I. I'm in Westchester. I don't know if you know where Westchester is. I've lived in Westchester, yes. Great. Really? Mm. Oh, where in Westchester? Do you mind me asking? Pleasantville, you've got to be kidding. I had family in Pleasantville. Did you know, um, oh gosh, uh, Hogan, uh, Hogan Plumbing? Did you ever hear of Pleasantville Cottage School? Oh, uh, yes, I did. I have friends that work there. I, I used to there. drive I used to drive to them. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, right off you of, um, get it. <laughs> right off of 117. Right off of 117. Yeah. Holy, well, I live in, I'm from Croton and Hudson. So you have to know Crow. Yes, of course. And I live in Verp. I'm actually broadcasting from Verplank right now. That's where I live Beautiful. now. Now I'm in yeah, Staten yeah. Island. Oh, are you? Cool. Well, Which honey, tell me about. what your tell me about your call. How you how did you find the show? I'm just browsing through. I'm a little bit mm-hmm. new to blog. Not really. I've probably been on two months, maybe three months, two three months now, and mm-hmm. it looked interesting. And then when I right. heard you talking, it was. Very interesting. Oh, thank you. And so I said, let me call in. I had no what idea that there? we were neighbors at one point, pretty much. I, I also lived in town of Newcastle for eight, nine years, right out mm-hmm. of uh, Chappaqua. Yep. Well, I yep. grew up in Brooklyn, but I actually went uh, for one year to Briarcliff Manor High School. I used and to I also drive for Bri- I drove for Briarcliff. Wait, wait, wait. What year did you go to Briarcliff? You may have known me. Um... Early mid seventies because I graduated high school in seventy nine. So seventy. Oh, I graduated seventy one. I worked for Briarcliff Schools for a time back in the late eighties. I worked for Jim Burroughs, uh, mm-hmm. that owned uh, the Briarcliff Bus Company, and I was expecting my. Well, I, I've also I've lost two children to cystic fibrosis, and uh, oh. one of the reasons I'm intuitive. But I, um, one of the reasons I do the show to help grieving parents, of course, is the main reason. But I work mm-hmm. for Jimmy Burroughs, and he used to own Barclay Bus Company. And I and my ex boyfriend's mother was a teacher at Barclay High School back in the. You know, the, I just uh, saw they were having tonight. I think it was in Barclay International yeah. Association of Near Death Death Research. They have a. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't that's, either. Oh, that, I that's that's very weird. Well, you know, I. Call my show pretty much. Um, Shirley, we'll get to you in a second because I have a guest on tonight. We're both intuitive. and um, <clears throat> But anyhow, um, like I said, my ex-boyfriend's mom was a teacher there, special ed, and I worked there at one point. And my dad um, grew up in Briarcliff. My dad grew up after the border of Briarcliff and Scarborough in Mount Pleasant. Yeah, well, right near Sleepy Hollow Country Club. Uh, I was in the, sc- the cottage school. 
So oh, okay, I was right. Not well, right, right, <laughs> right, right. No, I understand. I because okay. I said I did during my uh, when I was pregnant. I had a nursing business for years, but they I was told not to work because I had ear, uh, problems with toxemia during my pregnancies. But I had to work, so I ended up driving school bus. I said I got to do something. I can't just sit around. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had a work. Plus, having two, two or four kids with cystic fibrosis, I always needed the extra oh. money. And actually, the mayor of Briarcliff, George uh, Kennard, had a daughter uh, that died of cystic fibrosis. Also, he was the mayor of Briarcliff. So we have a lot Did of. Did you ever know a family there, Hickey? I remember I know that Hick- last name. I, I know where I live now. There's a family up the street with that last name. They had daughters. They have a lot of kids. <laughs> well, they'd be my yeah. age. But that yeah, was well, one girl uh, I remembered was so sweet to me because I wasn't from the neighborhood. Well, from, wait, wait, from Briarcliff, you mean? Yeah. No, these the hickeys I know are from Fur Plank, where I am now. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Nope. So, anyhow, well, that's small worlds, you know, there's, and there's yeah, no it coincidence. Is. It's all God incidents, right, Shirley? We're all meant I, to be. So, tell me, yeah. tell us a little bit about you, hon. Tell us what, um, um, Mindy, what, uh, did you have a loss? Did you lose a child? Or what's going I'll on? Oh, God forbid. I know that's the hardest thing. No. It's but, the worst. Yeah. Um, it is. And I lost my first I, one on Mother's Day. 2002 on the oh day. Oh, my God. Well, you Lost know, my other I just one. want to tell you something. It's better on the yeah. other side. Oh, I know. Okay. Honey, I know I'm intuitive. Oh, <laughs> I know. Because but, I was there and I know, came back. Well, that's, and it's that's, much, that's, much, wow. much better. Oh, I, oh I, I, I know that. But you know what? We, we kind of stay away from the cliches on my show. You know why? Because it's on the human aspect of a grieving parent, and I'm a grieving parent of two, plus two nep- young nephews that died in the past two years. Okay? Um... People get very taken back sometimes. We know they're better over there, but our human side is missing our children. We want them. I know that, you know? yes. I so we try to stay away from cliché. And I, I'm not trying to be, like, obnoxious, but we no, try to keep away from that. because it's very. It's maybe of no benefit to hear that, so I understand. Well, it's not even a no-no, and I'm intuitive. I know they're be- they're better over there, but I'm still a mom too, and I miss them here. I, I want know. them here too. I want them here. Listen, I, want my car, I have my friends son. and loved ones that I lost that very close mm. to me, and I mm-hmm. know that you know I saw what it was like, and still I hurt for them. So I yeah, can exactly. imagine. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. I'm intuitive. I've I've mm-hmm. seen the other side too. You know, I've had dream visits and what have you. I've been there. So I know. I, I know it it's helps, great though. there. It does help, yes. So did you did you want – basically our show is a Mother's Day show for our grieving parents tonight. Did you want oh, to get I a message from somebody? I would and love to. Okay. I would love um, to. Okay, I'm going to let Shirley, Shirley – um, are you picking up anything on, on Mindy? Well, I pick up about three around here right now. Um, one of the things I think that is excellent about someone like yourself who's experienced the other side – is uh, it helps others who are grieving to know that, you know, when someone has, you know, passed, they have graduated, they've lived out their life, they've lived out their contract, they've learned what they were supposed to learn, and it can help become more of a celebration. And even though we feel the pain, it makes it easier, you know, mm-hmm. than that terrible loss, you know, when you know that, wow, this person has really, you know, learned what they needed to learn. I got to be a part of that. So I, I think that that is a gift that um, has been given to you so you can help others who are grieving. Oh, it's definitely cool. Actually, you know, Shirley, before, if you don't mind, Mindy, if you don't mind, you know, and I know I don't shut up, motor mouth over here. It's a talk show, girls. 
But anyhow, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm the view. I'm beyond the view over here. You know what I'm saying? I should be kicked off the air. But anyhow, Mindy, can you? Would you mind sharing some a little bit of your uh, near-death experience? What happened, if you don't mind? Can you tell yeah. us about it? I'll tell you a little bit. Um, okay. I had a very difficult life, as you can understand, uh, knowing mm-hmm. where I lived for many years. And, right. Um, it continued into my adult life and mm-hmm. abusive marriage and a couple of business partners and everything I touched ended in disaster. And I basically right. was at my wit's end and done with life. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I didn't try to kill myself, but I was my plan was to shut down and just right. coast for the rest of my life. I gave up, but I couldn't die because yep. I have two kids. Okay. Right. Long story exactly. short, through a few different things, I um, saw, um, after I decided to shut down, I had a job that hadn't paid me, and uh, I decided it's going to be a volunteer job. It was in a nursing home doing hair. I'm a hairdresser. So I said, all right, I'll just make it. The only eight weeks I worked, I didn't get paid, and I had lost my business, and I was struggling. But I was struggling my whole life. I only had the business a few months. It just nothing would, anything I touched, okay. And, My story too. Yeah, yeah. I know the well, feeling. Besides, it was I, I it was a victim of Hurricane now. Sandy two years ago and lost everything I owned. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, the next morning when I had a long talk with God and said, "I'm done with you and don't come near me," because. I loved God mm-hmm. my whole life, and since I didn't have parents, everything was God. God was my parent. Yep. And I gave yep. up on him, and I said, I'm finished. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a little, you know, series of things. And the right. next day, I had to go to the volunteer job, and I heard on the TV, we are body, soul, and spirit. And most mm-hmm. people have no power in their life because they never mm-hmm. go deep enough to touch spirit where all the power is. Exactly. Is he talking to me? Like, all I did was Mm -hmm. click on the TV. Doesn't God know I'm done? I'm done. Why is he talking to me? Well, I did the same thing. When my daughter was 15, she lived till almost 29. I'm at the hospital for a year. My dad worked for St. Mary's in Berkeley, Episcopal Church. And uh, I grew up mandated religion, you know. And then all of a sudden, when my daughter was 15, I had had it. I, I said, I can't do it. There's no God. I went through the same thing. Well, all of a sudden, well, I knew he was one night there. in the hospital. I just one knew night he in the hospital. Yeah. Well, no, one night in the hospital, they brought this little boy in. He ended up dying a year and a half old. needed a transplant. I'm crying for these other people. My daughter was sickly at the time again. And all of a sudden, my minister shows up. And out of the blue, and he looks at me, and I said, I can't take this. And I told him how I felt. I said, I said, I said to God, you ain't really there. You're not really there. I can't deal with this anymore. And you know what my minister said to me, and it turned me all around. He goes, he never left you. His love is unconditional. You chose to leave him. Mm-hmm. Turned my whole head around. Just those few words. I did my whole... to leave him. Yeah, I, right. well, I did. No, that's I what I'm saying. I, I chose to leave him. He, but the minister said, he never left me. That's turned my head around. It's like, because I felt that I'm feeling this guilt, like, oh, my God, why did I say the things I said to God? And just turn, a couple of short words, and it turned my whole life around again. So I, I can relate to that. So well, I always knew he was there, but mm-hmm. I thought he was just watching me suffer and didn't care. And I right. felt him always around me. But everything was mm-hmm. so bad that I, here I feel you, I love you. 
I've been chasing mm-hmm. you my whole life. Everything is about God, and my life gets worse and worse and worse. Ew. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I took mm-hmm. it. So I, I saw yep. people that were hurtful to me, mean, uh, my ex-husband who was uh, diagnosed as sociopath, all winning in life, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And yep. I just felt like he was sitting by on purpose, not helping. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know what matters to you. These people mm-hmm. you help? Really? Really, God? I'm done. I don't know what kind of God you are. And I meant it. Yep. But I don't want a God so, like so that in my let's life. Let's get to the, because we have some of the cause. Let's get so, to when you're out. When okay. You're dead, you're well, it's not so simple, but I ended up on the other side, and they explained to me how life works. Well, well, how did you I'm end up different. on the other side? Wait, did you get sick? Did you? Uh, no. When I heard that guy say, we don't go deep enough, I said, I'm yeah. going to go deeper. And that night, I went into a prayer, and I pushed my soul in deeper, and pop, I was out of my body. Really? This, that's a first. Surely I, didn't expect that it. I wasn't trying to get out of my body. I don't know what I was doing. I was trying to touch spirit. I didn't even understand. And I went all the way up, higher, 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 through the sky, into the stars, you know, the navy blue sky with stars. And the whole Mm. thing began with visions and teachings, and I've never been the same again. So what what did you learn while you were there? Do you have time? I don't want to take all your time. No, 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 because I think this is very healing for our, our mothers tonight. Because even though they know I'm intuitive and I've read most of them, even privately, I think hearing it from someone who's been there, that God has chosen one, I think this is an important message. What do you think, Shirley? I think it's a very important message. It's a message about consciousness. It's a message about yes, language. Yes, yes. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to continue, and then we'll read. We've got time because we can even go past the show a little bit. So no biggie. We've got an hour, over an hour. Okay. So go ahead, No, honey. I'll give no. you five more minutes. That's all. Then you can okay. give me back whatever you feel. Um, so the first thing I felt was, oh, my God, this is where I'm from. This is my home. I knew it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I heard in my head, which when I say I heard, everything's telepathic. It's put right in your mind directly. Well, and I we heard mostly. Yeah. Uh, it, it's true. I. It's a knowing, instant, instant knowing. I heard. Yep. Um, he knows every hair on your head, Mindy, and every mm-hmm. moment matters. That's and where it matters uh, is in mm-hmm. your soul. And yep. with that, I felt the pain of a lifetime, it, it just draining as if you can see it. I saw it in my soul, like draining out and then filling with liquid mm-hmm. love. And I never use that word in my normal life. But it is right. this all-encompassing love that feels like liquid. I can't explain it. Like cleansing. Cleansing. That was the now, when only were... words I could use. Yes, but, Mindy, when you were there, did you see? Did you see heaven? What it looked like? Or no, I stayed. They told me I was in the evers, which I never know what that means. But okay. I was between heaven and earth. I didn't get to heaven. I was taken okay. up high enough to be taught, and I saw a mm-hmm. lot of visions and a lot of teachings. I wasn't dying. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Right. But right. I was. Just brought there to taught to be taught, and I was taught, and I was forever changed. And what I was taught was, even though your intentions were good, you were mm-hmm. filled with fear and resentment. And mm-hmm. no, not my intentions. I'm sorry, my actions. Even though your actions, because I say, look at me. 
I help everyone. I do everything. I'm honest. I'm faithful. I'm raising my two kids alone. How come my life is horrible? And he said, even though your actions were good, you were Mm -hmm. filled with fear and resentment. And God does not attach to any negativity. He had nothing to attach in you. I very often said my own only emotion was fear. I mean, head to toe and covering me. I could never get out of it. And it brought craziness into my life on a regular basis, like a neighbor who shot my dog, slashed my tires, abusive ex. Things that happened to me would never Mm -hmm. happen to anyone. Seven court hearings in two years. And I kept getting dumbfounded because I wasn't causing it. It wasn't my fault. I I didn't know the neighbor was crazy. You know, so I was constantly, okay. And once they showed me three Mindy's, they showed me a flesh Mindy, an outline Mm -hmm. of a Mindy, and a wind. And they said, the wind is your spirit. It is one with all. And they said, just like the air from Brooklyn to Staten Island doesn't change or separate, neither does Mm -hmm. your soul from one person to the other. We are one. I understood then what it meant. Body, mind, soul, It's our soul. Okay. Yep. Then they showed me the middle one was like an outline, almost like a gingerbread cookie, but it was me, an outline. Mm -hmm. And I noticed Mm -hmm. little liquid, uh, like up to my ankles. And all I would have to do is think, and the answer came. And I thought, what is that? And I immediately knew, they said, that is your soul. And it is empty up into your ankles. And that's when they said, of course, your your actions were good, but you were filled with fear and resentment. Now, fear and resentment does not fill your soul, but it drains your soul. Right. So that's how much goodness I had, even though my actions were good. Fear is not good. They they explained to me. Because then I said, well, how will I know? I didn't want to come back. Now I got it, and I don't want to come back Mm -hmm. and redo it. So they showed me in the sky a silver molding, like a a shape. It's very hard to use words, but I'm going to say straight up and down, a silver molding like a live with sparks. And they said all good words, good words started coming on one side and bad on the other, like filling, Mm -hmm. like hundreds of words. And they said, I said, how will I know not to repeat this? They said, Mm -hmm. you will know by the word. All good words Mm -hmm. have good energy. All good words have bad, all bad words have bad energy. And you can't qualify. You see, I thought fear and resentment is noble negativity. Right. No, I'm not hurting anyone, right? I'm keeping Mm -hmm. it to myself, and I'm just living in misery. And they said, no. Right. All bad will bring more bad. All good will bring more good. So that helped me a lot when I came back and I had it changed drastically because I didn't have to qualify which good, which bad, because whatever they told me I live by to this day, it's two years later. Wow. And there was a lot more to it. But that's the most important. Uh, Mindy, can I ask you a question? Can you get a pencil and paper? Um. I hate to move. This dog is late. Yeah, okay, well, that's wait, okay. Wait, wait, are you on Facebook? No, are you on Facebook? Yes. Okay. Look me up because I think maybe we could do a show together here, too. I'd like to hear okay. more about this show, the whole show. Would you be willing All to come right. on the show? Sure. All you going to do is call and like you. Yeah, that's how we do it. Okay, it's Peggy, P-E-G-G-Y, mm-hmm. S, as in Shirley, because that's my middle name, 
I M M. My maiden name and my married name is A N E S I. Facebook me. Oh, I see. And w- I would mm-hmm. like to speak to you, and uh, I'd like to do a show about this. Okay. Well, uh, an author got in touch with me and asked me if I had ever written a story. Mm-hmm. And I said no, and she started working with me. Okay, because you so, know I, we're both authors. We're talking to. I'm a. I have a best-selling book on Amazon, and I have four yeah. other books coming out. And Shirley has also got three books out. Peggy. So we're both we're both authors. Yeah, uh, sure. Shirley, go ahead. When I talked about the uh, shadows disappearing, doesn't it sound a lot like that? You know, the language of consciousness says that vibration widens and it becomes higher. It just takes that shadow right out, doesn't it? And really, fear Mm -hmm. resents that shadow. Can I can I tell you both? I want to tell you both something too. It's kind of like another gift from my my daughter now to me tonight. My daughter and my son, my kids, most three of them were race car drivers. Okay. And my daughter, even, at times, she was a race car driver. And she always, on every one of her cars, even her personal cars, had the symbol. Her emblem was no fear. Even though mm-hmm. she had cystic fibrosis, because you're born with it, I think that was a message from my daughter, from God, her whole life. And now it seems you keep, both of you are reiterating it to yep. no fear. That's what my daughter's my daughter was presenting to people. No fear. First of all, it's not from God. And there is another place they told me that. They didn't oh, yeah. say hell, but mm-hmm. there, they said there is another Shirley place. And there is dimensions. And yeah, fear so Shirley, is Shirley not of God. Talks about that. And yeah, let me Shirley tell you something. It is of somewhere. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when you are in fear, you're in agreement with it. It's very yeah, dangerous. Exactly. Now, you and Shirley don't know each other, right? You've never met Mindy? No. I don't even know her okay. name. Shirley. <laughs> wow. This is a like Shirley. Same as my middle name. But I, I really need you to contact me because I really... I did already. I a... friend requested you. Oh, cool. Okay, I'll go to that. Because I'm, I'm running the board and i got a million things on here at once. I want to hear Shirley. That's go amazing. ahead. Go ahead, Shirley. I'm sorry. What, what is your first name again? You'll, you'll have to tell me again because when I get Mindy. it, I'll... Mindy. Okay, God, you know, it's like windy, you know, Mindy. Um, Mindy... Um, I see a gentleman around you. I think he's shorter. Uh, he looks older. Um, maybe with a little bit of hair on his head. Somebody who liked to um, dress up quite a bit. Always was um, always wanting to look sharp. He seems to be wanting to. I, I think forgiveness from you, Mindy. Does that sound like anyone you know? Not shorter. Not shorter, but it sounds like somebody you know. But that the rest, was. yeah. What's that? The rest of it, yes. Okay, well, maybe that's just my interpretation, or maybe he's just feeling shorter because he he wishes to ask your forgiveness. But yeah. um, there's a male that's around you, somebody that was always impeccable, you know, and mm-hmm. maybe a little bit too vain, maybe a little bit too much into what was on the surface. I felt that never gave you the validation you deserved. Mm-hmm. And, this, and um, it, was this a father or a... Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was your father. He he thought he was raising you right when he always expected this perfection and never got enough into the soul, never made that bond. And he he wants you to know that he recognizes what a, an incredible being you are. And mm-hmm. 
he knows that he has something to do with always living in that fear because deep down he did too. Hundred percent. Yeah. And and, wow. and, he, and he projected that onto you. And mm-hmm. it, and that's saying, the root. Yes. Yes. It's it, it's blood of the fathers. It's powerful. The thing that's so amazing with the work that like Peggy does and I do and what you will be doing and are doing is when you get to that real true message, it's like a neutral it neutralizes out that fear. It neutralizes mm-hmm. out um the pain and it heals interdimensionally and it heals those emotional, physical, mental bodies and it changes even the DNA in your blood, which changes even in your offspring and your family, which is so right. You are so right. So your mm-hmm. your father wants to let you know that he was a little afraid of you because you had so much strength. And he wanted to always be the man. You know, he was kind of a patriarch at heart. And he kind of believed that, you know, maybe in his day that women wore the apron, took care of the man. And you were so independent, but yet vulnerable. He, he honestly couldn't figure you out. And wow. he, I didn't. And really you know, my show him. is about synchronicity. I just want to tell you, uh, I don't call coincidence. I call it God incidents. That you were meant to call in tonight, Mindy. Obviously, no, no, nobody comes by my show by accident. It's all synchronicity. Mm-hmm. And the being the fact you had lived in Pleasantville, you know, in cottage school for one seventeen, and and you know, Briarcliff School, and what are the chances? And you just picked the show out of the blue. You never heard of it before. It's all synchronicity. Yep. Was something going on with one of his eyes before he died? Was a sight being affected somehow? Uh, yeah, he had glaucoma. Okay, yeah, because he's showing me an eye, and he's showing me that his sight was affected. It might have even gotten worse. Oh, my God, I just passed this, and it had his name on a dog on Facebook. I can't. Um, <laughs> truthfully, it's the first time I let him in because uh, I've been working on forgiveness a lot because they told me to. And um, I didn't allow him. I probably haven't seen him since I'm 8 or 9. I saw him once look in my job when I was in my 20s, and I shuddered in fear. And he was just crossed out, X over him, to me, because he was a child Mm -hmm. abuser and an alcoholic, and uh, I was was having nothing to do with him ever. But they told me I have to forgive, and I've been really working on it, and this is the first time, because I went to a medium once. She said, your father's here. I said, well, I don't want him here. She said, yeah. well, I let yeah. him in. I said, well, I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. But na- and that was a long time ago, like 12 years ago. After that, I just right. would tune it out. But I'm allowing it because I know I have to. I'm very different now. Mm-hmm. You are so. and you, and Mindy, who, who is Lawrence? Is that your father? Is there a Lawrence in your life? No, there's a Lauren. Okay, well, sometimes we get, you know, I I hear the names don't exactly. That's his granddaughter, Uh, that's my niece. That's your niece, okay. All right, I I was getting that name from the other side. You know, it doesn't always come clear. Sometimes I see the big L, like Laverne and Shirley, I tell people, but I was hearing like Lauren. I saw an L yesterday. (laughs) You what? Oh, you saw the L yesterday, too? Yeah, I get the big Laverne and Shirley one. Yeah, yeah. No, I was feeling that. So that's, you know, everything intuitives, us intuitives will give you are validations, you know. And then we have to kind of piece the puzzle together at times. So, but, uh, you, you know, I'll talk up, more at length with you. I'm sorry, uh, go ahead. Do yeah. you pick up 
uh, current events, if I had a question, or just I can do, uh, but I try visits. to keep the show just to bring in comfort from loved ones. Uh, just visit to, to show that they're around you. To be honest, you know, especially yeah. tonight, it's kind of more the for for mothers that have lost children tonight. You know, but I didn't we'll talk at length about that. Okay. No, no, it's okay, hon. I mean, because this is what my show primarily is about. And then we get into all other things lately, but I like, especially this week, Mother's Day is coming, and I'm trying to um, kind of cater to moms that have lost kids tonight. But I have your, your Facebook. I promise you I will contact you tomorrow with some info, and we're going to have to talk uh, because I'd, I'd like to uh, hear more of the story and get you on the show. And we'll do, you know, we'll, we'll talk at length. You'll be a co-host, you know, one night, okay? Okay. And what's Shirley's right. name? I want to look her up, too. Uh, Shirley? Yes, uh-huh. Give her your name. Oh, give her my full name? Well, give her your name so she can... Yes. I am on Facebook. Uh, uh, Shirley Ballstock, it's B-O-L-S-T-O-K. And you could also reach me uh, by email at oit444 at gmail.com. Wait, B-O-L... S-T. You know what? You know what? Instead of wasting any more time, hon, I will send you all the information on Cheryl. I okay? see you anyway. All right, I'm hanging up. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's okay, honey. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to be rude. I just said I have some other okay. people on here that want to come through, and uh, I understand. But I'd like to do a yeah, I'd like to do a whole show with you, and uh, and we do two-hour shows, so we'll have plenty of time to talk. Okay, sweetheart. Okay. Thank okay, you. Okay, God bless you, honey. And I'm so glad your life has turned around. I really am. God bless Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Shirley. Welcome. Okay, Bye. you can hang and listen to the rest of the show if you like. I'll put you on hold. Okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, hold on, sweetheart. Okay, thank you for all the info. It was great. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, night. Okay, let's see. Putting her on mute. Um, we got some other people here and for readings. She was a very interesting woman. Woman. I'm glad well, we talked to her. It personified everything we were talking about. Oh yeah, it was right on, right on. It's amazing, you know. And and I kept hearing the no fear. And like I said, that it's my daughter. It, everything was no fear. I'm like, why do people like look at her? Like, why do you have that big no fear in your cars all the time? You know. Tell but about anyhow, that. This, that hasn't yep. changed. Well, yep, yep. Well, um, we're going to another caller here. It's area code four zero two. The last four numbers are. Oh wait a minute. No, I'm sorry. They don't want to talk. I'm sorry. Never mind. So we're going to be bringing on, oh, I know this one. This is one of my grieving moms who I know and I've become a friend of. Let's bring her on and see what uh, you can do for her. Okay? Hold on. Hi, Trish. Hi, Peggy. How are you? Good. Hi. How are you? Good. I don't want you to give Shirley any info because I know your whole story. Trish calls the show a lot. Uh, we become really good friends, and I know where you're from. I'm not even going to tell where you're from. It's, you know, somewhere locally. <laughs> um, not locally, locally, but uh, Shirley, um, Shirley, what are you picking up on Trish? What do I pick up on Trish? Um, I pick up someone who got very frail towards the end, but yet the strength of spirit was just amazing. And um, let me see if if I can get a little more. Uh, Trish, uh, where are you from? I am from New Hampshire. New Hampshire. You've dealt with more than one loss, haven't you? Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, yeah, because I'm seeing two. Yep, even more. (laughs) She's got lots. Yeah, Yeah, lots and lots and lots. Yeah, that's why I can't say anything, because I know her whole story. 
That's all right. Let me just see what I, what I get here. Um, well, I, I could just tell you off the bat. I, I do see a male, and I see him. Was was he about a uh, teenager age uh, in his teens? Uh, twenty, early twenties. Yeah. Okay. He, he looks like a young man to me. Very baby said. Yeah, it looks like yeah. Oh, can I can I just stop you one second? Uh, if somebody comes on the chat room and is being wise, I'm gonna hang up on you. We somebody just logged in and said something about I wish I had lost my mother. That's not very nice. Please do not yeah. come on the show or do that on my chat room, please. This is serious. Okay, I'm sorry. I, this, this angered me. It upset me. Yeah. Sorry, that's not right. Yeah. That's terrible. He was. Uh, did he die? And let me see if I can pick up what what happened to him. Okay. Um, it was an accident. Accident. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, kind of a strange accident too. Mhm. Hold on. Oh, yes, it I, was. It, it was. It was a strange, almost a freak thing. Something that people would not have expected. Yep. It, it almost looks like he's getting blindsided from something, and it's it's almost. Um, that's right. I'm going to get this. Hold on. Well, he's coming on really, really heavy, and he has so much love in him. Yes, he does. Yep. I'm feeling um, almost like right side. Feeling what? Was he was he hit with something? Did something hit him? I feel like it got blindsided and hit very hard. Uh, it's a suspect, a very suspicious accident to the point I'm hiring um, people in on it. He was. I'm sorry, I didn't quite understand. I said the whole accident's very suspicious um, to the point. It I'm is very suspicious. It's like he was um, blindsided and hit with something. Um, yeah. it, it, he didn't see it coming. He, did, he saw it coming before it hit him, and it, it took him. It, it's like I can't even feel the pain. It was so fast and hard, mm-hmm. and I, I'm feeling something like my neck is, you know, being twisted or almost shot back. Did, did he break his neck? Um, they said blunt trauma to the head is what took his life, but I. Had the first medium say a broken neck. Yeah, see, I'm picking up a broken neck, and wow. I pick up up, and he was. I think it was hit with something. I, I, it is suspicious. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it's yeah, it's still under investigation. It's still under yeah, investigation. There's like two or three other men there that shouldn't have been there. Wow. Right. Yep. Wow. And awesome. Not awesome that hey, happened, but awesome that she's picking up on this. Yeah, it is. Well, he, he gives a shirt off his back. He loved animals. Did he have a dog he loved? Oh, uh, totally loved his dog. It's all of them he ever had. But this one that, that I'm taking care of now is uh, to the point I've been having to feed a hamburger, and it's getting quite expensive, and it won't now, eat well, its food. dog's probably going to pass. He's going to come get it because he's around the dog. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. But he's also showing yeah. me so much love um, for mm-hmm. for the Mother's Day holiday. 
And yes. I'm hearing the words, I never meant it to be this way. Oh. Wow. Sure. I didn't either. <laughs> and there's something with your cooking that you used to make for him. You had a favorite something you did for him. And I'm, I'm going to find this. It, it was almost kind of like a something you, you like to do for him for years. Um, it's it's almost like, but it's almost a food, a special food. What was it? I can almost see the shape of it. I've seen these individual things going in the dish. <laughs> it's funny because I picked up on that. Remember, Chris? I brought that through one time too. Remember? Yeah, we. Yeah. we I know what she's talking about because I brought it. I said, you know, he's telling me such and such. She goes, Oh my God, that was his favorite. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about, Shirley. I'm feeling it. <laughs> I, it's yeah. not like really sweet. It looks like a food, but it tastes kind of sweet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to make He loved my sugar cookies that I put across yeah. very tough days over. Yeah, the, it, it tastes so sweet. There is nothing like it. He says no one baked them like you did. <laughs> yeah, that's what he would mm. say about sugar cookies. Right. And, wow. You know, and he misses them. And telling me that to celebrate that he's with you, would you make sugar cookies on Mother's Day this year? Oh, it's really weird. As I, everybody's been asking me since sucks I haven't made them. I made them like every Christmas, and I've not made them since for a year and a half. So this is what that first Christmas was without them. And I wouldn't what? make my, my daughter asked. I have one living child, and I said, I can't do it. So I didn't make them. Well, you know he's what? telling you to do it for Mother's Day. Yep. Yeah, he wants you to do it for Mother's Day because he's going to be right next to you. Oh, that's great. That's very that's nice. great. And I'm going to tell you something about Trish when we first connected through our greeting parents group. Talk about synchronicity. Her son died on my brother's birthday, which is also what, her brother's birthday. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Her father and my father have the same birthday. My sister that died's name is the same exact name as hers. So we have a lot of synchronicity, her and I, together. Oh, Lots yeah, you too. Yeah, it's amazing connection with her and I. Actually, I'm coming up to see her soon. <laughs> She's inviting me. I'm coming up in the next couple of months. I want to come visit. Well, there was, what, do I see wheels like a bike? Did he like riding a bike? He liked riding his motorcycle very motorcycle. much. Motorcycle. Because I'm seeing the wheels and that sense of freedom that he just loves. Yeah, he loves his bike. And um, it's hard for you to even see the motorcycles on the street because, you know, it kind of reminds you of it. But he, he, he wants to let you know he's, he's got the same freedom like he felt when he was on the bike. And he, he's just telling me, it's, it's, you're the best mom that one could ever have. Aww. Yeah, she's gotten her and her daughter and the and the grandkids. They've gotten lots of signs from him, lots of signs oh, yeah. from him. Amazing. Yeah, actually, she had prayed one one of the signs I've never gotten from either one of my kids on my son's angel anniversary in February. <clears throat> she prayed for the sign, and I got it for somebody else. She's amazing. Oh, what she lit a, the the heart sign. Remember, Chris? She would ask because I never got a heart, and then I all of a sudden I started getting the hearts from him. Yeah. Chris prayed for my son to come through that way to me. Yep. Well, hearts yeah. are huge for both of you. I mean, yeah. both 
Yeah, well, that wasn't. It wasn't. And my daughter will be gone uh, next week. Thirteen years. Never got a heart sign until February. But from either one of my kids, because I kept saying, you know, I get all, I get all crazy, way out signs, but I've never gotten a heart from them. And then all of a sudden, I started getting them uh, in February around his fourth year anniversary. And Trish says, well, you know, I've been praying, saying, Mark, come on, give her a heart sign. And all of a sudden, all the heart signs started coming. Yeah. And I had well, no I idea she was asking him to do it for me. I think whatever cookies is going to come out weird, and it's going to look like a heart. And she didn't intend it to. That just happened recently, right, Trish? Tell her about the cupcake. Yeah, I actually cooked a chocolate cake, and it came out with two hearts on it. And, and, I, I yeah, and she put it on my group's page, yep. Yeah, I'm finding like a lot of heart rocks with like just everything heart leave on my floor. Oh um, yes, other heart rocks. I was picking up my heart necklace before I even got on the air tonight, Peggy. So that explains that. Wow. Uh, it was a rhinestone heart. It was just a pendant, and um, hmm. yeah, that's going to continue. But there's something else I'm seeing with both of you. Um, what's up with the dragonflies, ladies? Oh my gosh! Well, with me, it's the butterflies. But my sister, my late sister, who is also died. My, my mother's sister, daughter, and sister-in-law all died in May a week apart. And my sister uh, knew I loved butterflies, but for, right before she died, she couldn't get a butterfly thing, so she came and she gave me a dragonfly something. Go figure. And that's the one who's got the same name. Her name is Patricia too. His name is Trish. Patricia Ann, same name. When yeah. I got out so the door this morning, I walked out. I was getting ready to go to work, and a dragonfly was on my wall next to my door. That's very unusual. Wow. You know, Colorado, you know, and it was rainy weather, and here's a dragonfly, mm-hmm. and it wasn't moving. And I said, you're a messenger. Who are you for? That's my sister. Yeah. That's and the funny it. thing is, remember I was telling you, my friend that's out in Colorado... She was like another daughter that's not too far from you to my my sister. She was her daughter who's also lost a child now in his 20s uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, my sister's grandson died at 28. And um, her, the friend that's out there in Colorado was lived next door, and she was definitely like another daughter. And after Hurricane Sandy and stuff, because I lost everything, my pictures, everything, she sent me pictures of my kids when they were small she had taken. So I have a connection with Colorado, too, yeah. Yeah, A lot of the pictures that you see on my Facebook, I don't have any pictures left. These were all pictures people sent me they had. Yep. What? And whatever I had prior to Facebook before the storm. But I don't have physically many pictures left, yep. But that's where I got a lot of my pictures from, from Colorado. So that's probably my sister telling me, you know, I'm here. Because my sister-in-law was May 2nd, died, uh, and my sister May 20th, my daughter May 12th, my mother May 26th. Oh, May Wow. And, and April 18th to the 22nd, my brother, my husband, and my dad. Dad dying on my sister's birthday the 18th. My brother dying the 21st day before his own birthday. And the next day would be his birthday. My husband died on my brother's birthday. Yep, so between April 18th and May 26th, it's terrible for me on the human aspect of it. Seven losses. Major losses. I've had other aunts and uncles, too, in that time. But, um, yep, but major, you know, two, uh, you know, a child, sister, mother, father, brother. Well, it was just amazing to to see this dragonfly, and it wasn't moving. Well, that's my my connection. 
my yep. connection to my my sister is dragonfly. It was butterfly, but like I said, she ended up buying me. Craig, she goes, I'm sorry. She goes, it was the closest thing I get to you. She was always giving me gifts. She was a sweetie pie. And it's Let funny you should say that now because Chris is on the phone with me and they have the same name. Well, I just wondered something. Um, Friday, I'm supposed to sit down my family with a detective uh, that we're going to hire privately. Yes, yes. There's a message from your son on this. Okay. Yeah. I wondered what you know. I wondered about this because I feel very strongly that I have to do this because. Personally, I don't feel they tried to resuscitate my son. I have reason not to believe that they didn't. Um, and mm-hmm. I also believe that um, there's a lot of foul play involved, even down to law enforcement. There uh, was, I think, three other males there. I don't know why they hit him or what the problem was, uh, if they were trying to steal something or if they had a problem with him personally. But I do think that one of them knew one of the police, or the police knew the father, or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they were related, weren't they? Uh-huh. You know, the father passed, Peggy, actually, and he told us one day that he was like, uh, put him under his wing. He was like his dad type thing, yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Well, Shirley, you hit it right on the head with Chris. You really did. We're down. You know what, guys? We're down to the last 28 minutes. Do you have any other messages for Chris? Because we have a couple more people wanting to um, get messages here. Do you see anything on justice being served if I get these detectives? Because I know that they're not going to be cheap because they're reconstructive uh, detectives as well of accident scenes. He says, uh, yes, particularly is going to find out the truth. He's, he's one in particular. And uh, he blesses it, and he does say that the truth will come out. That is his message. Oh, fantastic. Chris, I, I, I'm going to wish you a happy Mother's Day Thank for the other that. kids' sake, Please and you know that. they're going to round us. You know how hard it is. It's kind of hard for us to even say that. But I love you, and uh, I definitely will talk to you this week. You know I've been having some things going on here, so uh, it's had a rough few weeks here, but I, you and I will talk privately, honey. All right? Yeah. Call me before okay. Mother's Day. I love you, darling. I, I promise you, honey. So I, I, I love you, Chris. Thank you for calling. Yeah, and thank you, Shirley, for giving her these messages. Shirley, she needs yeah, this. Thank you so much, Shirley. Welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah. And okay, honey. Day. Okay, love I'm going to put you on hold, Chris, to listen to the rest of the show if you want, okay? Okay. Yep. I love you. Love you, girls. Okay, I'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay, hold on. All right. Okay, we have another caller, area code 402. Our last four numbers, 1475. Okay, hello, caller. What's your name and where are you from, please? Dawn from Nebraska. Dawn, D-A-W-N? Yes, ma'am. Hi, Dawn. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay, good, good. How can we help you tonight? Um, and we can ask any question, or is there specific questions that we're... Well, this is pretty much... My, my show is about mostly parents' grief, and this is kind of like my special Mother's Day show for people that have lost their okay. children, moms. That have, um, but go ahead, go ahead. You can ask a question. I'll, I'll throw it in. we got 25 minutes left. Well, I yeah. mean, as far as that goes, uh, could I just ask an open question from the medium? Well, yeah, we usually don't do that. I mean, we were capable of it, but I'll let you ask one question. Go ahead. Well, I mean, not a question, but whatever she picks up or gets. Okay, have you you have people, people on the other side, uh, uh, Dawn? 
Oh, yeah. Family and okay. Uh, I'm going to let Shirley read you, okay? Because my energy is kind of low. I'm, I'm kind of. I've also lost two of my own children, and Mother's Day is coming, and one on Mother's Day. So, uh, my energy is kind of low tonight, to be honest with you. You know, it's a bad week for me. So, go ahead, Shirley. Go ahead. Give, I'll let you take it over. <laughs> okay. What are you getting from her? Don, um, I am getting female. And uh, is, is your mother still alive? Yes. Okay, this could be a grandmother. Um, I'm feeling more female mother side, okay? So I'm just going to go with this. And usually, you know, sometimes you don't know who's going to come in or why, but there's usually a message. Uh, Don, did you have a difficult relationship with your mother in some respects? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and your your grandmother, were you close to your grandmother? Did you ever know her very well? Yes. Okay, because I will want to look for confirmation. You know, this was um, difficult for your grandmother because she, she loved you both, but she just had a heck of a time uh, trying to to get you guys to, you know, she really loved you very, very much, and I think she was a very special um, influence in your life, and you're you're feeling the gap uh, from when you you and your mother have not. So what I'm going to do here, let me make sure I've gotten your grandmother. And she strikes me as a very diverse, diversified woman. And I'm, I'm kind of getting a feeling of bloating. Did, did she struggle with diabetes or anything like that towards the end? No, I don't believe she had diabetes. Uh-uh. Well, I do feel some bloating, so sometimes I'm trying to figure out my maybe... In the end, what took her? Was she suffering from any kind of bloating or discomfort towards the end of her life? Mm, no, she had heart issues. Okay. You might be surely picking up. My husband did. He was severely bloated, and he died of diabetes. You might be picking his oh. energy. I may have got him. Okay, let me still try to find a grandma. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's what happens. No, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes this happens, honey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, that's okay. I want to find her. Yeah, grandmother. my fa- my family is just quite annoying. They they like my two kids and my husband. Like my husband, not so much. My two kids always try to butt into my show. So sorry about that. That's, well, my father was diabetic. Okay, I mm-hmm. could be picking up the father. I could be picking up her father. Um, I and sometimes you do get more than one that will come in. But I am mm-hmm. picking up specific with the grandmother. And was she often trying to mediate between you and your mother? Mm, I don't know. I mean, uh, she uh, she had understanding of of uh, the, the dynamic, but I I was more of a a mediator in the entire uh, okay. human race. So <laughs> getting the word mediator, <laughs> I wasn't. I true. am a I'm a mediator. I'm that. Well, you know, you're you're first very strong in your own self, and sometimes, you know, you didn't always accept the traditional way of doing things. But I can think for yourself, so it, it costs you. Um, all right, I'm, I'm going to try the grandmother again, and I'm just going to look, and she, um, now I'm getting the feeling that she, she almost struggled and lost weight, you know, not the bloating, but I'm almost feeling somebody that um, lost That's my father. That You're is your father. Yeah, we have a strong bond, my father okay. and I. But, okay. Yeah. So let's get the mess. I'm not quite getting your grandmother so much as a mess. 
that she was very, very, um, you, you just gave her such knowledge and wisdom, you know, in, even in your young years. And mm-hmm. she never That's correct. Doubt, yeah, she never wants you to doubt yourself. And you're going through That's something right now that right. you're doubting yourself, and she's saying you go with your instincts. And I am feeling something with your, your grandmother's, maybe it's still your father, but almost something between the eyes, kind of a headache, pain, almost feels like sinuses. You know, um, but uh, you're, you're, You might be getting my, my husband again. My husband was going blind from the diabetes, too. Oh, that! That's like that awful. Yeah, he was going blind. He was he was he was legally blind because of the diabetes at the end. A wonder. Okay, um, mm-hmm. but the grandmother really wants to tell her, stop doubting yourself, Don, because there, there's something you're dealing with in your life right now, and you're you're feeling kind of stuck. And she wants you to go with the gut instinct. She says you know what you're doing. Does this make any sense to you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All the time. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a particular situation where you don't know if it's the right thing to do, but you're feeling like it's the right thing to do because there might be some consequences. Some people might get a little hurt, but you 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 got to do it. Okay. Okay. And as far as your father, I just feel so much love, and I do feel that that bonding. So it was your father that had the diabetes, was the bloating, but he lost the weight for it to the end. Yeah, he lost control of his body. If, if when I'm feeling, you know, stress. even though my energy is low, Dawn, I'm picking up on a little dog, like a pug dog. Do you have that, or does somebody in the family have a little pug dog? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Oh, all right. Are you? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Back up on that. Back. Excuse me. Back up right. on that. Was it wasn't a little? It was a boxer. That would have been a pug okay. face. And okay, I did ask my father to mention that, by the way. That's funny you okay, picked that up. Okay, here we go. I guess my energy's not too bad, huh, Cheryl? <laughs> right I was on. seeing the pug face. I was seeing the pug face. I'm good with parakeets and pug dogs, I guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> Parakeet pug, you know. <laughs> um. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so if you were asking your father if he was around to bring that up, he just brought it to you, Okay. Was there any other words with that? With the pug? Did he call him Pugsley? I'm, okay, no, I'm saying. I, I, okay, well, let me let me just finish what I was saying. I see a lot of um, TV. A lot of time, TV shows and stuff. I bring messages. I don't know why they give them, they give them to me in wacko ways to make me look like a nut job. Okay, I'm seeing something. Why am I seeing the Adams family and the kid Pugsley? What is? The, I don't know what that means. One night I'm, I'm talking to, I had a psychologist that I'm going to be doing a webcast with, webinar, and she had lost a daughter, and I'm I'm getting happy days, and it turned out it was amazing, the, the reading I ended up, but I didn't get on the show to give her a reading, but it came through. But I'm seeing Pugsley, what's, what's up with the Adams family? Is somebody by the name Adams in your family, or was that show significant? Pugsley, the kid Pugsley, because it leads from one, like the pug dog, they lead me to something else, and they're leading me to that show for some reason. Is there a reason? Did you ever watch that show, or what's going on with this? Uh, I've seen the show, but no, there isn't any anything significant Pugsley, there. Morticia, I'm trying to think everybody in there. Gomez, none of these names are significant to you. Lurch, nothing, right? Mm-mm, nope. Okay. Wednesday? Tuesday. I, I don't know, I don't know. Some, I love all those. Right? Yeah, <laughs> monsters, I think. 
Okay, well, what, what I'm, I'm just, you know what I tell my listeners, take a pencil and paper and write it down. Because I've had things when I go, I don't read myself, of course, I get messages from my family, but I don't read myself. And I've written things, I write things down, and then sometimes a year, months, whatever goes by, and it's like, oh my God, now I know what they're talking about. You know? <laughs> See, sometimes it doesn't make sense now, but it's something significant. They, um, I tell my listeners, don't kill the messenger, I'm just the messenger. No, you know? no, that's fine. I love that. Yeah, yeah. No, there's something to do with that. And and I got to ask you one more question. The Duke thing. Was your father a big John fan? John fan. Okay, first day with my new mouth. John Wayne fan. Did he like the cowboy movies? Did is that why he called him the well, Duke? Yeah, he loved uh, the Hank Williams and all the anybody cowboy. He'd love it. Okay, sure. that's what I'm getting. John Wayne, do the Duke. That's why the door. Okay, that's what I was getting from the your dog. dad. So it's definitely your dad around. Shirley, you picking up any more on this? I'm sorry. No, no, that's great. No, I think it's really fun because it's a tag team kind of thing. Because I'm also. Oh, I do this on. Yep, yep. I sit here and I say, "Oh my God, my energy's low," and all of a sudden they start giving me messages to make me look like a jerk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. It is what it is. You know, we're kind of like low-key on the show. We just say whatever. And, and the most important thing is we try to heal you. You know, we try to bring peace into people's lives and let you know that your loved ones are still around. Okay, honey? And, you know, we do live shows every uh, Tuesday night, 7 to 9 Eastern Standard Time. Shirley will hopefully be co-hosting with me more than once. Right, Shirley? I hope. <laughs> I love the show tonight. You, you, you're doing a wonderful job. Thank you. Thank you. What's up with the horse? Did the guy? Did he love horses? Did he love? I almost see almost those old imprints of the horses and the cowboys. Did he? Did he have that around his decor in your in your home? Yeah, my brother loves horses, and uh, my uh, my step grandfather they raised horses, and my grandmother. See, my grandmother and my dad, the one, the two that you were picking up on, they're very close, and even in in soul and spirit, they were very tight. In this, in this earth realm, so and um, they're two people that I hold in high regard. But yeah, they raised horses. They raised them. They had a big hand in that. It was a big deal to uh, my grandmother. So yeah, there's ties to that and my brother, and um, the cowboy thing was my dad. So absolutely, that would be. You said brother. Um, I have a brother named Robert. Do you have a Robert in your family? Well, they call him Shorty, but it's real. No, no, uh, Jeff is his name, but they call him Shorty. Remember, He's I was like picking up a short man. Uh, oh, that was really the Shorty I was getting. I was getting that short thing. <laughs> oh, I remember when I said the small pug? The small, I'm seeing a p- small pug. Maybe that's where the Shorty was coming into. Remember, because I brought the dog, like, the pug, and then I said the small four, pug. <laughs> you know, so that that might be something. Well, I'll write the name Robert down. I feel like that's significant, okay? Significant Oh, to you. yeah, Robert, uh, Uncle Bob. I have an Uncle Bob. So. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Was that your dad's brother? <laughs> no, no, he was uh, married to my mother's sister. Okay, all right. You know, everybody has a Robert, but I was seeing the name Robert clear as day, you know? So it's just a validation, like I tell people. So, honey, I'm going to put you on hold. I have one more caller that wants to talk. Others just listening because we're down to about 12 minutes to the show. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to wrap this up. So you can call back. And after the show, all my shows are archived. So you can go back and listen to yourself and listen to the show in its entirety anytime you want. Okay? 
Thank you, ladies. Thank you so or much. Or you can, uh, fa- if you're Facebook, uh, I'm Peggy S. Imanisi, and I'll be posting inf- information about Shirley, too, so you- you'll be able to find her. So if you do Facebook, and you can tune into my show and my books, her books, were, they're on Amazon. We're both authors, okay? I, uh, I got a poetry book coming out. She has poetry and other books, and I have a bestseller that shows some of the signs that my family has sent me, my children, okay? That's great. Thanks so much, ladies. Uh, Many blessings. You're welcome, sweetheart. You have a great Mother's Day, then. Okay. Hold on, please. You can listen to the show if you like. Okay. One more caller, local, and I think I know who it is, and then we're going to wrap. We've got 13 minutes. We'll give her a few minutes, and then we'll give links to where they can find you and links to our books and uh, some of the other work. Okay? Hold on. Hello, Betty. Hello, Peggy. Hello, Cheryl. How are you? Betty is, Betty, this is Shirley. Betty, don't tell her anything about yourself, but, you know, I was talking to somebody, Synchronicity, and the Charlotte name came up. Betty's mother was Charlotte that just passed not long ago. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Shirley, what what can you give Betty tonight? Oh, let me look at Betty. Boy, boy, a lot of your folks have lost. Oh, remember last night? Remember last night, Shirley, when we were talking, you brought up Betty Boop? This is the one I call Betty Boop. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, my my son gave her Betty Boop. I said that's my friend. This is Betty Boop. I always called her Betty yes, Boop. Forty some years I call her. She's Betty Boop. Yeah, Shirley brought you through. <laughs> I brought my son through to give your name. So. By the way, ahead, I Shirley. heard the ele- the electric thing on the phone before too. Oh, you did hear it. The Betty is also yeah. the one after her mother passed, where the fax machine went on, and it wasn't plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, yep. it had never been plugged in, and it kept beeping. Yep. Well, let me let Shirley read you, Betty, because we're getting down to the nitty gritty of the show, okay. and I want to be yeah, able to give some plugs of things. So, sorry about that. Go ahead. No did you want to ask her a question, or Shirley? You um, were, what do you want to do, Betty? You want her to just read you, or ask her a question? We could oh, probably, Trish. It'll probably be faster. We we could home right in. Shall we go for it? Go for it. Okay. Ask her, Betty. What? Yeah. Uh, um, well, I, I I just want to uh, know about my dad. Oh, your um, My father. You a lot. I've been thinking about him a lot lately. He passed. All right. Let's try to go for it. Okay. Did he pass recently, Betty? No, no. Her mother did. Okay. And the mo- oh, it's the mother I'm picking up that passed recently. Yeah, she just passed about a year ago. Yep. Oh, because I'm getting she united with him. Wait, I can't. Here they go along or not, she, she did unite with them on the other side. Okay, let I me see what I I'm can. sorry, I couldn't hear you. They had the TV on. <laughs> I, I discussed that your mother and father did unite on the other side. Oh, they um, did? Yeah. I knew they, they would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. they did. I, okay, now I can pick up your father. It's been a while. Okay, he was... Um, let me see if I hold on, hon. I'm getting more a lower, lower abdominal, abdominal type of pain. Um, what? Yeah, be, before he died, was was something going on in the abdomen area? He he had um, emphysema. Okay, but I'm feeling something in the abdomen. And uh, well, don't tell me too much. I want to make sure I've got him. He. 
eczema was very, very hard on him, but it, it's almost not exactly what killed him. I, I feel like something else related to it did, so maybe his heart. I, I, I was away from him for years, and I reunited with him. Right. I was the only one, my daughter and my mother and 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 I were you're, the only ones at his funeral besides his sister and her husband. Well, he lived, he, he struggled with addictions. Did he struggle with He drank a lot. Yeah, he drank quite a bit. Maybe I'm feeling that I I think his liver was shot too. Oh, okay. See, that's I wasn't I was getting a lot lower ab- abdominal my 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 son died of um, cirrhosis. Killed my son at the end with the disease. Okay. It wasn't from drinking with cirrhosis. No, so you may be picking up on them cirrhosis. again too. Yeah, I yeah. think there's yeah. because I feel like they both had it, you know, and maybe for different reasons. But mm-hmm. um, with Zima, I almost honestly want to say that I'm just, and it may be yours, Peggy, because I'm feeling all that bile shooting up. And yeah, they had the, the that the the lungs that my the the disease my children had caused the the lungs of a smoker, like emphysema, and the liver of an alcoholic. That's okay, what that's cystic fibrosis can do. Yep. Right. So they my son needed double lung and liver, so you may be he may be shooting through again like yeah. last night. He wouldn't stop. Betty well, knows he's always shooting through. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of a synchronicity because I I do feel there was cirrhosis of the liver with her father, and I do feel that something did shoot up with him as well. And I do think yeah. it, the emphysema was related to it. Um, yeah. Right. Weren't right. separate. And, and so, um, but he really struggled. I was feeling more the left side more than anything. But, he, boy, he, he was not breathing well at all. And no. the Yeah, and the, and the right side's the liver. The left side's the spleen. So the right side's yeah, the liver. Yeah, I'm getting a left. Uh, uh-huh. uh Yeah. And uh, he... Um, it's like it was cognizant towards him, but he really couldn't speak much. There wasn't a lot he could do. He, he, oh, he wished he would have lived his life better, Eddie. Right. Yeah, I mean, he, he really, I mean, I feel smoking, drinking, you know, everything, you know, he could to escape a lot of pain from his own early childhood, and I really think that him and his own father had some issues. And uh, as a result, you know, he, he doubted himself, and he was almost afraid of loving. Even, even mm-hmm. though he wanted to, it was like he, he was afraid to love. And now he, he... Oh, he loved me, though. He was a very good father. Oh, yeah. yeah. But love was... What, the fear of love, it was almost a fear of being hurt, maybe. Yep. Uh, I got that yeah. right now. I'm I'm getting down with that right now myself. Nope, I'm afraid of love. Yep. Oh, and Maggie, Men. I, I meant to, when you were talking, just I, I just remembered uh, before you were talking about your the ankle thing. Yeah, last about night, my ankle getting grabbed last night. Yes, I I feel that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like somebody's holding on to my. Just oh, this, I mean, this was a. a se- I'm telling you, seconds. Shirley's probably deaf, and she's probably like doing this on TTD right now after what I did to her last night. <laughs> 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 I, Betty, Betty has heard me scream back in the day, but it yeah. was crazy. <laughs> I screamed, and there was no warning, Betty. This poor woman, all she hears is the scream, and I get. And I just met her recently. She's in Colorado, and she's probably thinking this woman's crazy. 
and she, and I go, somebody just grabbed my ankle. I think it's my cat. No, and my cat's sitting there looking at me. It wasn't my damn cat. He was looking at me. I know. Nobody was there, but it, it's, it wasn't a hard. It didn't oh, hurt. Oh, this was hard. Anything, this was this. This didn't uh, hurt, but it was. This was a full round circle whole oh, hand yeah. grab. I felt it. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt. I felt mine. Yep. I didn't feel yours. But. You know well, who knows, Betty? You, you felt the night of the hurricane with me. She, she's the one who called me just as I, the water who was filling my house, and I didn't even know. Huh? I, yeah. Betty, uh, I do feel he was affectionate. I do feel he was a very good father. You know what, what you taught him? To receive love. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't great at receiving love. He was great at loving, but he wasn't great at receiving love. And he's telling me that you taught him that. Oh, mm. so, that's um, great. I just want to. Um, I just got to say one thing, ladies. We're down to the last four minutes of the show. If you're listening over the computer, I can go longer somewhat. If you're listening over the computer, call in now at one three four seven eight three eight nine two zero one to continue talking to us and asking questions, or uh, if you want to hear the show, because as of four minutes from now. We're off the computer, but we'll still be on the line and on the show for a bit. So if we we go over the um, over the show, it's okay. But you have to call in right now to do so. So I just want to let the listeners know, guys. Sorry. Okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> no, you don't have to hang up. No, oh, yeah. I thought you were hanging up. No, that's not what I'm saying, Betty. No, I'm just telling the li- I'm telling the other listeners that they have go to ahead. call into the show now to go on the board if they oh, want to hear oh. the show after the four minutes. Now I didn't say goodbye, Betty. Boopster, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and tell Trish I knew I I, I, I thought of a, a motorcycle before she Oh Trish said is that. still on the line too. She can she can hear you. She can hear you. Okay, hi Trish. And um who has red or like a auburn color hair? Red or auburn color hair? My daughter did. Yeah. She was born that way. She was born uh, a redhead. Well, red oh, and it's red. funny you're bringing up the motorcycle. My great grandfather had pure red hair, and he was killed on a motorcycle uh, on a railroad track. He was de- oh, actually God. decapitated, and oh, he had pure God. red hair. Yep, I never knew him. It was even before my mother was born. He was a redhead, pure redhead. My mother's father. Red father. hair came into my mind. Red hair, motorcycle, yeah. railroad track. Yep. Yep. My grandfather was going to visit him. Um, in Jersey, and he got there uh, too late, didn't even know, and they said, oh, some man just got killed, decapitated on a motor, and this is way back in the day, in the early 1900s, he had a motorcycle. So I had bad asses in my family back then. That that could be my great-grandfather. Well, then, I guess he came through to me to tell you His name was Alfonso. Alfonso. And I didn't even know him. No, you didn't. I never talked about my great-grandfather to you. No. 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 No, I just want to tell the listeners one more thing. Two more minutes while they are listening on the computer. I will be posting on my site at Peggy S. Imanisi how to find Shirley, um, uh, her page, if you'd like to, you know, let you know you've heard her through the show, and if you'd like to speak to her personally. I will post all the information so you won't lose anything here, guys. So, you know, instead of worrying about writing stuff down now, okay? And that uh, Shirley does all kinds of stuff. She's more than a medium. Trust me, she does all kinds of stuff that we really, because it was a Mother's Day show, we didn't discuss tonight. So um, you can get more into depth if you want with Shirley, hopefully personally. Okay, Cheryl? Oh, I'd be happy to. Happy yeah. Mother's yeah. Day, Shirley, if, you, if, you're, if you're a mother. 
I'm more a mentor. I actually don't have any children, but thank no, you. No, she has no I, kids. Oh, well, no, I've adopted her. She's adopted. I adopted her. She's my mom now. <laughs> She's oh, my okay. mentor. I just want to say what? I'll I'll be down that way on Friday. Okay. I'd like to see you. You know. Okay, Friday's good. I'm open Friday. Yeah, I know it's Mother's yep. Day and Meg. You know everything. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to see That's fine. You. Just uh, give me a call first, you know, because, you know, it takes me a while because the MS to get going. I just want, we're okay. down to 90 seconds, people. I just want to say goodnight to our, our people that are listening over the computer and the Internet and uh, Skype. Uh, if you're still Skyping, I think you can still hear us, or if you've called in, like I said. But as far as just listening over the computer, it ends in about one minute, guys. So um, is there any other questions you got for her, Betty? And then we'll round the show up, you know, wrap the show up. No, no, no. That's right. All Hi, right, Shirley. so give me a call, Betty. Give me give me a okay. call, Betty, Friday, and let me know. Okay, All right, Betty, thanks for calling, hon. Happy Mother's Day. Tell Michelle I'm sending kisses. You too, hon. All right, Okay, love bye. you. Okay, bye. Love you. Shirley, love you. Okay, Shirley, it's just you and me, kid. Just you and me. Play it again, Sam. <laughs> Shirley, I want to thank you for being on the show tonight, and I would love you to co-host some other times. Would you like to do I that? I would love to. I love it. I loved your energy on the show tonight. It was so positive, and I'm sure it's healed many that have lost children. Uh, You've healed me with many things with our new friendship, Um, surprisingly so. And I want to thank you for that and have you back on. And you got my number, girl, and I got your number, so we can just talk. I definitely got your number. All right, sweetheart. Well, I'm going to round the show up. This is Peggy S. Simonisi signing off from Signs Our Loved Ones Send Us. We're down to 10 seconds. Shirley, once again, Shirley, tell them your name quick. My name is Shirley Balsuck, and you can uh, email me at poet444 at gmail.com. Okay, cool. Shirley, love you, and we'll talk soon, and thank you so much again. Okay? Have a great night, sweetheart. Thank you. Okay, good night. Good night, all. Good night. Happy Mother's Day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.